morning, contrarians. It is Friday morning, February 17th, right about 6.30 a.m. And guess what? Stocks dropped yesterday after a hotter-than-expected producer price index reading. So more bad news on inflation. And this time, this did the trick of spooking investors. The tech-heavy Nasdaq saw most of the selling, dropping by 1.8% on the day. The S&P was down by 1.4%. Bonds dropped as well, though maybe not as one might expect. But watch this space. More on that in the bottom line. But as we look here across the asset classes this morning, this selling is continuing and indeed, in bonds at least, accelerating before the open. We have stock futures down, the NASDAQ pointing to a loss of around 1% at the open. S&P 500 futures are down about 7 tenths of 1%. Bonds are selling off again. The yield on the two-year is up nine basis points to 4.71%. That is a fresh multi-decade high. You have to go back to 2005 or 2006 or so to find anything higher. The 10-year is up seven basis points to 3.91%. That's a high for the year, um, keeping in mind here that yields move inversely to prices. Commodities selling off as well, another indication of risk appetite leaving the system. We have WTI crude oil down 2.5% to trade around $76.50 a barrel. Copper is down 1.7%. Gold and silver are selling off as well. Uh, gold down 1%, silver down 25 So a couple of things to tell you about today. Nothing much, I'll be honest with you. That'll leave us mulling this, this threat here of persistent inflation. That narrative has not quite emerged yet, but watch the space. But anyway, for today, import and export prices are out at 8.30, um, and economists expect these to drop. But if the producer prices and CPI earlier in the week are any indication, then maybe this will come in ahead of expectations too. I'm not sure where this stands on the as a leading indicator. It's probably more of a lagging one, or at least not as leading as producer prices. I mention this because normally import and export prices would be mostly ignored, except all but you know Fed wonks and and uh, rate nerds and such. But today, in light of everything else, it may may make sense to pay attention to this. It's out at 8.30. And then the U.S. leading index is at 10 o'clock. To be honest with you, I don't understand this. It tries to track the business cycle. I'm not sure how it's computed, but there is an economist estimate for it. And that is expected to drop by three-tenths of 1% after dropping eight-tenths of 1% last month. Um, that looks like it's would drop it to its lowest level since the height of the pandemic. But I'm not sure how this is computed, and I'm not sure, like I said, what goes into it. So there's that. couple earnings to tell you about before the open. Deer, DE, tractors and such, Centerpoint Energy, CNP, and AutoNation, AN, among others. Yeah, there is some dramatic music for you. Finally, something that spooked markets. It's interesting that it was the oft-ignored P 
PPI that did the trick here. Maybe the PPI will be this year's CPI. It certainly should be more closely watched because it is a pretty reliable indicator of consumer inflation under the premise that producers just passed off higher prices to consumers. Um, Also interesting, the delayed reaction in bonds, but I included a chart here, which is actually already dated because I made it last night. It's of the 10-year yield. I probably should have done the two-year instead because that's more telling. Like I said, multi-decade highs for the two-year, but it's also illustrated in the 10-year just how much this has climbed this month alone. Since Feb 1, back on Feb 1, the 10-year was at 3.38%. Now, like I said, what, 3.93, 3.91. So that's a pretty big jump in, what, 16 days, 17 days, not all of them trading days. Um, and in case you're wondering about the 10-year, the high, which came during last year's Fed hysteria, was 4.34, at least the high this cycle. So we still have a ways to go. We're at, like I said, 3.91. We've got a ways to go before we hit that. But the jump in bond yields is telling. It speaks to renewed concerns about things that would cut into the value of bonds, such as inflation and Fed rate hikes. So that is what's worth watching right here, is this renewed fear and concerns about inflation, which the producer price index really did illustrate yesterday. I mean, they they had to revise things upward, January figures, which some were negative, and they revised them positive. And then the February figure, or I guess it was whatever, but the, the latest month figures came in well ahead of estimates. And again, this is a leading indicator because producers pass these off to consumers. Fridays would usually be slow, especially ahead of a, uh, I believe Monday's a holiday, right? I can never get this straight. President's Day, if it's a market holiday, I don't know. But so maybe it's not, but uh, or at least maybe it, I think it is for stocks, but whatever. Uh, we'll get another inflation reading next week, not until Friday, though, the PCE deflator. So that leaves us a lot of time to ponder this persistent inflation narrative that could be emerging here. So watch this space. And again, it does look like investors are spooked now, finally, just a little bit by this inflation. The CPI didn't really do the trick. And the consumer, the retail report on Wednesday, that was also a lot hotter than anticipated. That didn't really scare anybody either. But yesterday's producer prices did. And so it will be very interesting to see how the Fed reacts, of course. I'm not sure when they meet again. But the Fed speakers that we've seen have been very consistent in banging this drum on the fact that they may need to raise rates more. And that made sense. You know, price stability is the Fed's main mandate. Bond prices are not, nor are stocks. So th- th- that's that's where we are today. This Friday could be an eventful day. And we'll just have to see how all this materializes today. So thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you for listening. Your support is greatly appreciated. This one is free. So if you want to sign up, you know what to do. Um, not everyone is quite, every day is quite as involved as, as this or quite as long. Usually I've gone on for eight minutes now. Usually it's six or seven, but you get the idea here 
trying to identify big picture themes, changes in the narrative, and things like that, as well as just giving you a lowdown on what is coming down in terms of data releases, earnings, and other things. So that's what we got today. Thanks again for listening. Have a great weekend. See you back here on, I guess, Tuesday morning if Monday's a holiday. Otherwise, Monday. See you then. Bye.